All right, we are back. This is the first episode we're recording in probably the last two months or so. Um, we have a name for the podcast now. It's officially This One's For You. Um, we're at the point now where we actually have some episodes up on Spotify, Apple, basically anywhere you get your uh, podcasts. Um, go look for it. Check us out. You can follow us on Instagram at thisonesforyou.pod. That's thisonesforyou.pod. And it's great to be back. It's great to be recording again. Um, a lot of shit has happened since the last time we actually recorded anything. Uh, we got this video now. You can see our ugly faces, which is unfortunate. Um, but let's go ahead and get into it. Um, Will, we're going to start it with what are you drinking? They can see it now, but that's how we've started the last several. We got we to gotta stick with that theme. All right. Uh, beer of the day. We got a little fancy uh, Canadian Pilsner. Um, nice and, Canadian pills. And so this is what we like to call a blue light um, and really classy beer. It's imported. So it's kind of a big deal. All the way from Canada, bud. Fucking delicious. Fucking A, right, bud? So I think one of the craziest things that's happened probably in the last, I don't know, few weeks was the first presidential debate. So we got a chance to watch that this past Tuesday. And it was... Oh my god, it was a lot of things, but honestly, all jokes aside, like it was very disappointing was, to think that of all the people in this country, the two best candidates that we could put were those two fucking idiots. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty crazy. So, I'm just thinking like the US has what, like 330 million people. Yeah. And we have we have Joe Biden and 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 big Donnie boy up there, Fucking like they they can't even let each other talk. Like it's like all right, like one of the, one of the skills you learn in life, right, is just like hey, when when someone's speaking, you you don't try and talk over them. That's usually a good rule of thumb. But right, I guess that was never passed on. I don't know. I it was it was crazy to me because like Trump kind of came into it with his own agenda. Like I don't even know if it was an agenda. Like maybe that's just how he is in any sort of debate setting. I don't remember him being quite that hostile the last time around before he got elected president. But I feel like it didn't, if even if Biden would have agreed with the things that Trump was saying, he still would have like came across with like this, like dickhead attitude yeah. and like trying to control everything and like being an asshole. And that's like this time in history, this is like a hundred percent, not what we need Yeah, at all. Like that kind of attitude, that approach to like just interacting with people and like trying to bully his way through a debate that is not productive in any sense, and especially right now with all the shit that's going on in the country. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. 100%. It wasn't effective. No one enjoyed that. No one wanted to listen to that. It was it was brutal. It was just taking pot shots, you know, at, at the other candidate. And it, it was silly business. And I, I think, honestly, like, they got to they gotta fix some stuff in terms of, like, how they actually run the, the debate, right? Because... If, if they can just have free reign on the mics, uh, it's going to be a shit show, and that's just how it's going to be. Uh, I don't really think there's any way around it. I felt bad for, what the hell is his name, Chris Wallace, I think. Oh, yeah. The the moderator, he's, obviously he was trying, but he was getting absolutely bullied by both. They were both, like, talking over him, yelling over him, really weren't paying any attention to the questions he was asking at certain points. And it just makes you think, like, who could we have that isn't working for mainstream media that would be a better moderator? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you got to make it happen at some point, right? Like, fuck. 
it got proposed on social media. I think I think it was Tim Kennedy. If you're you know if you pay that much attention to like Rogan and and some of his followers and some of the guys that he's close with, he's a, a former MMA fighter, fairly conservative guy. But that's besides the point. He basically, um, I, I, they might have had a conversation in one of Rogan's podcasts, but it was basically along the lines of like you'd be a great moderator. Get both of them in a room, unfiltered. You know, just go for like three hours as, as long as they can go, which probably wouldn't be that long. Honestly, Biden would probably have a heart attack, a stroke, have some sort of medical issue within the first hour. Well, you give them a snack time. That's that's <laughs> what you got to do. You, a little snack break, you maybe a nap, a, a snack break and a nap. Yeah, it's, and it's get his like, ass back out there. They're, they're effectively kinder, kindergartners, right? So you, you got to treat, treat them as such. And uh, it's just how it goes. I nap think, time and a snack. Right. But. I really think that, like, you have somebody like Rogan. It doesn't even have to be Rogan. You have somebody that's not really affiliated with any major, like, mainstream media or, like, has their own political agenda. Get them interviewing the candidates. And it doesn't even have to be, like, the final round. Like, it could be earlier on when you had all the Democratic nominees. Um, just have somebody that's a little more down-to-earth and a little more reserved and, like, isn't trying to push their own agenda or, like, the company's agenda and just have like a more genuine conversation as opposed to like an, an argument that's being aired to make money because that's really what they're selling at the end of the day like they know the debates get a ton of eyes right and the more they can view it put it out there get people watching it the better it is for them financially at the end of the day hey i just think though like if they were they were promoting a rogan podcast that might bring in even uh or a rogan debate i guess rather that might bring even more revenue just saying. But it wouldn't for the mainstream media. It's like the Foxes, the CNNs, the ABCs, the fucking... Maybe. Like, I mean, if they were the ones running it, though, and they just had him on as a guest. I don't know if he would actually agree to that. Maybe he would. I feel like he would want to do it in his traditional podcast form, which, in my opinion, would be better because that's just a way to like make sure that nobody else is really trying to push you know, their agenda. Yeah, that's fair. On it. That... But... I don't know. I feel I feel like at this point we're kind of fucked whatever happens either way. And I mean I don't know. It's it's pretty sad to think that like this whole situation has made me become less politically like involved like the motivation to actually like learn more and like understand both parties agendas like what their plans are if they get elected, what they're trying to push moving forward. I've never cared less honestly, because either way, I don't feel comfortable with them leading the country. Yeah, no, honestly, that's, that's totally fair. I mean, I, I do think there is something to be said about kind of just working on the local government, though, too. Like, it, it's not all just federal base, right? Like, states determine a huge amount of the laws that we're actually working with rather than just federal law. So I don't know. It might not matter that much. I mean, there's definitely the foreign ass foreign policy aspect of it. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a shit show. The I can't believe that was the first debate, too. It's like we have to do this for the next month. We got all of October. Yeah, Jesus. We're going to have to do this like two or three more times. Jesus Christ. It'd be a great drinking game for the people. If you're, if you're trying to get fucked up on a weekday, watch the debate. I, I think there was like maybe Old Row or like a bunch of different people on social media were coming up with these perfect drinking games whenever Trump says fucking... Sleepy Joe, or they bring up coronavirus, or 
Biden talks shit about Trump's not paying his taxes. You rip seven shots. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's uh, you start and then halfway through the debate, you wake up and you're in the hospital. It's pretty neat. It's pretty neat, and your your stomach is now pumped, and you had a great night's sleep. It's it's quite the time. It sounds yeah. like a lot of fun, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah, it sounds, I guess. It sounds like your typical college Friday or Saturday night. <laughs> and all you got to do is watch the debate and stay in and talk about, you know, respecting all the regulations of the virus. You just stay in with your roommates, get plaster washed in debate. You're not around anybody else. You're not spreading your germs. You're being COVID safe. Yeah, all all about the COVID safety. Mask game, strong. I don't know. Mask game, strong. Wait, would you just pick up a new Under Armour one? I, I did. It's... Kid does sports. I do. Yeah, not really anymore. But that mask, not worth the money. Not worth I'm sorry, money. Under Armour. Love your products. But I got to be honest with you, that mask, it's hot as fuck. It's like hard to breathe through. Keeps it in. It's All definitely right, so- very good at like filtering whatever shit it's like supposed to filter and like not let the virus out because it's a thick bitch. All right, so it's, a thick, it's literally a bra for your mouth. So we're talking, we're talking scale from one to 10. First of all, first of all, question. What is this made out of? Is are we working with just some like Dude, typical like polyester? Is it stretchy? It is stretchy. Is it is it like Under Armour like yeah, tight? It's like, it's like form a, fitting. Not form fitting, but it's it's fairly snug. All right, all right. Well, what what is that? One to ten. What do you think? What's the review? Oh, just one to ten review overall. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the first ever mask review. Hey, we're not reviewing alcohol, we're reviewing masks. This is important, important shit, okay, for the people out there trying to stay safe. Um, we need them. One mask, everybody knows the rules. <laughs> um, if you, all things considered, if you factor in price, if you factor in how comfortable it is to wear, if you factor in how like stretchy it is, it's it's not like super tight, but... I tell you what, if you wear glasses, this is not the mask for you. There's like no way that you can arrange this thing on your face so that you don't fog up your glasses when you're wearing it. It's a foggy fucker. It's a foggy fucker. Ah, shit. Um, honestly, I'd go like a six eight. Six, six eight out of ten. Six eight. All right. Six yeah. eight. I feel like a seven is too much. And the funny thing too is like I kind of looked at the reviews before I got it, just because it's like if you're gonna spend thirty dollars on a mask, you want it to fucking. Oh yeah, absolutely. I want work. That, I want that shit working well. And half of the reviews were one, half of the reviews were five. A little polarizing so, action here. Yeah. So, I don't know. I give it a three. If we're just doing one to five stars, like online reviews. Okay. It's All right. Right in the middle. Could have been a lot better. Could have been a lot worse. All right. Fair enough. But, well, there you have it. First ever mask review. <laughs> Fucking poetry in motion. Poetry in motion. Yeah. Well. Something. Shit. I just spilled. We're gonna have to edit that out. Fuck. Um let's see. So aside from all the political shit that's going on, sports are back, obviously. We have um, football. We have football. Will is excited he actually got his football back. Um we're what? Going into week four of the NFL season? I wanna say week four. Yeah. Week four. Yeah, yeah week four. Absolutely. The Pats are looking pretty good. Our boy Cam, he's holding the holding the fort down. He's doing well. Look <laughs> at how stupid I look with all this fucking beer all over. Well, we'll, we'll drizzle. I have a drinking problem, apparently. Uh, I well. can't keep it in my mouth. Um, whoa. Whoa. Shouldn't have said that. Um, but yeah, the Patriots look good. Um, Cam looks not quite 
MVP cam from however many years ago that was, but it's definitely looking like it's going to be one of his better seasons. Oh, facts. For sure. Um, and then you have, you know, Tampa Bay, the Bucks, Gronk, Brady, down there in Florida. They're doing, they're doing well. I wouldn't say they're doing, like, phenomenal. They're doing it. See, here's the thing. Week one I was kind of rough, but since then they've been doing – like considerably well. Here's the thing: is like Brady. Brady typically he's he's kind of like fucking well aged wine or whatever you age. I don't know whiskey, whiskey. But either way, either way, he he just gets better throughout the season. I feel like he just watches so much, just a disgusting amount of film, that like by the end of the season he just knows exactly what the team's gonna be gonna be doing. Right. You know? Yeah. He's he's not exactly the most. Uh, Athletic or um, in shape quarterback at forty three, kid's a specimen. Um, so he's got to do he's got to do the mental game. He's got to get in there, watch the film, get those mental reps in because everybody knows that he's not the most physically talented quarterback anymore. I mean, he never was. What do you mean he runs like a gazelle? Oh my God, he runs like an idiot. By a gazelle, I mean a baby deer. Well, that's why he doesn't run. But no, the 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 real. The real man holding down the fort right now, Russell fucking Wilson. Oh my God! This man, what is what? What is he looking like right now? We're we're gonna look it up. You looking right. it up? He, average QB rating among his uh, three games. We're sitting at one thirty nine. We're 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 sitting at nine hundred twenty five yards and fourteen touchdowns with one interception in three fucking games. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's he's kind of on a whole different level. I mean. Mahomes is obviously like up there, but I don't think Mahomes this far has really had performances that are on par with Wilson. Dude, um, he's especially when they played the Chargers that game against the Chargers when Tyrod Taylor got fucking stabbed in the lung by the team doctor, <laughs> <laughs> and they had to throw Herbert in to <laughs> as a sub. I mean, he had a great game, and I honestly think it was part of that. Like they didn't have any film to like prepare for him, so. Obviously, it's going to be kind of difficult trying to defend a brand new offense like that. And he's a lot more mobile. Well, Tyrod Taylor is fairly mobile quarterback, but still, this kid's fresh out of college, his first season in the NFL. Like he's very unpredictable, and that gave Mahomes and the rest of the Chiefs some problems. A little curveball, a little bit know? of a curveball. Yeah, but then it's just what happens. You know, you you stab your starting QB in the lungs, and then you get a curveball. But then you look at Russell Wilson, like you said, his QBR is to the roof. Um, touchdown to interception ratio is phenomenal. He's literally throwing passes that there's like so little room for error, and it doesn't even matter. He's he literally, just dropping them right in there. They're like beautiful passes. You literally couldn't make them any better than what he's doing right now. And it, I mean, it helps that he has Matt Calf to throw to, who's taller than pretty much every safety and corner oh in the league God. and he's faster than all of them and he's way stronger than all of them but he just doesn't know where the end zone is <laughs> he doesn't know where the end zone is that was hilarious i he, can't believe it that was that was the most rookie mistake you can possibly he's make not, in a he's game. not even a rookie he's not a rookie no oh he's, fuck i don't know sports this is that not well. his first season but um i mean he he definitely yeah. looks like a rookie in that play guy is a freak of nature absolutely incredible i think if the if the seahawks stay on this pace they're probably NFC favorites. Oh, at this 100%, point, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I can't really think of anybody else in the NFC right now that's going to give them a run. Um, NFC East is trash. My team, the Giants, they're fucking terrible. Saquon torn ACL like second or third week of the season. I don't even. 
I don't even know. As soon as it happened, I was I just gave up. <laughs> um, and really, he was our only chance. And I like the second he went down on the sideline, and I could see him like visibly in pain, holding his knee. I'm like, torn ACL, season's over. It's no bueno. So I guess for the rest of the year, I'm going to be a Bills fan. Unfortunately, gonna take a little. But they're looking good. We'll switch and, over. Uh, Bills Mafia, uh, they're gonna win the AFC East. Fuck the Pats. Ooh, ooh that's here. a that's a that's a hot take right there. I don't think it's a hot take. Though, I think a lot a f- of people a lot of people are saying that. I think it's a fucking hot take. Nah, but, I think a lot of people are saying that. Well, uh, Josh Allen's got a rocket. We'll carry on. We'll carry on. But uh, yeah, it's great to have football back. It's great to be able to, especially right now though, with all the sports that are going on. We just watched game two of the the finals, NBA finals. Uh, Lakers, fucking Lakers tragic. are gonna get the chip. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to watch LeBron win. I'm I'm kind of pissed about that. I'm not a LeBron guy, but I was a Kobe guy. I was kind of mixed feelings when he came to the Lakers, but if we win, we win. Listen, listen. Here's the thing. Le- I'm not that much of a Lakers. LeBron fan, is, so. LeBron is the face of that team right now, and he's he's a little bitch boy. He's getting old. Like all right. Is the man fucking incredible at basketball? Absolutely. He's a bitch, though. But is he is he a whiny bitch? Yes, he absolutely is a whiny bitch. I don't like uh, whiny bitches. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if I had to hang out with someone, probably wouldn't be a whiny bitch, even if they're good at basketball. And so I wouldn't hang out with LeBron. And I think that means that he shouldn't win the championship. Well, 2-0 lead. Some of the key players in the heat. Oh, everyone. Everyone's hurt. dead, dude. You got Bam, Dragic, they're both hurt. I don't know. I don't know how long they're out for, but really them not even being able to start tonight really changed the whole landscape of the series. I don't think the Heat have any chance of coming back, to be honest with you. They they might win one game, two games at the most, but it's not gonna matter. Plot plot twist, Heat is the first team ever to come back from a three O series. In the finals. In the finals. I think Or ever. In the I, playoffs. I think there's been a team. I don't think so. Early rounds. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't pay that close of attention to basketball. But we also have um, football, NBA playoffs, baseball playoffs right now as well. Just got done the first. Well, we're not quite through the first round of the wild card series. Yankees are moving on. Thank God. Um, but yeah, it's just a great time to be a sports fan. We had that uh, three to four month layoff with nothing going on. Kind of depressing pretty sad and honestly of all the times in the world where you could have something to like watch and not pay attention to anything else that's going on in your life we needed it the most over the course of these last three months as a as a country i think a lot of people like i've said before really rely on sports to kind of take their mind off of things you know get together with friends throw the game on have a bunch of drinks you know go out to a bar watch the game snacks food it's just like a whole thing where there's, it's a it's a reserved time basically for people to not be concerned with work or all the other stresses that are going on in their life, and to finally have that back, I think, hopefully, is is making a difference for some people. Well, yeah, and and obviously you have to you have to thank Donny Boy for for bringing it back. He said that in, de- in the debate he brought back football. He uh, did he say that? He did say that. He I didn't he said I, didn't I brought back part. football. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, that was that was one of his big points. Maybe maybe the best point he made throughout the entire debate. I don't think that's a hot take to say that. I think I think it might be factual. <laughs> uh well, okay. By factual I mean I think it was the best 
best part of the debate that football was brought back, and I think everyone appreciated that. But I mean, I, it's definitely a good thing that he's done. I don't even know if he's done it. I think he. I, I don't know. I don't know the background there. I I can't say. You know what? Even if he didn't have any direct effect on it, I don't care. They're back. Football's fucking. He back. can say whatever he wants. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, I feel like you can kind of loosely regulate. Well, not loosely, but like you can regulate sports to some extent with with COVID. Like everyone's been doing it, right? Yeah. It's not critically dangerous. Most of the people who are actually participating in the sports aren't like at risk for death. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Not not that that's like the the sole sole reason for for going forward with it but i think it's it's a calculated risk right like we take a bunch of risks throughout our lives like every time you drive right you gotta rationalize whether you know transportation is the benefit for risking your life to some extent a lot of people die driving every year and so it's like one of those things like are you gonna play football and risk covid maybe maybe if you want to that's actually a good point too because i don't think a lot of people with, with like certain daily activities like you just laid out, like driving to work, getting behind the wheel. You don't even think about the risk that you put yourself in every day. Yeah, there's an unassociated risk with driving. But there's an unassociated risk with really everything you do in your life, more or less. And if you don't take any sort of risk, you're just going to stay inside by yourself, at home, doing nothing, you know, not interacting with anybody. But it kind of brings a, an interesting perspective to the whole approach to COVID as as this draws itself out longer and longer you know obviously we're going to have a vaccine hopefully sometime soon um it kind of becomes a thing where you as an individual kind of have to assess what you value most what's most important to you and you know if it's your career or whatever you have that's going on that's like you know, a, a driving force in your life, you kind of have to weigh the risk that you put yourself in going out in public, interacting with other people, you know, especially if it's a career path. At some point, we're going to have to go back to kind of how things were. Not all the way, but to some extent, we can't continue to just stay, you know, as socially distanced as we are. I mean, yes, you have these new technologies like Zoom and all these other things that are making it easier to interact with people during the during the virus, during the pandemic. But I think at some point, people are going to get so fed up with things not being back to how they were that you, you kind of are just going to have to give into it. And that might mean another spike in cases. Um, but I don't think that it's something as a country, as, you know, even on, on a, a global scale, that we can continue to constantly keep ourselves hiding and kind of in fear of it. Yeah, 100%. I think uh, there's always kind of that balance between, uh, I guess, freedom and security, yes. right? I think you see that all the time. Like, right. And another thing is just like, one thing that I concerns me is just, kind of the social ramifications of being in quarantine or just hardly hardly seeing people outside of very close circle. I mean, I think it has drastic effects on some individuals, right? Uh, luckily, like, we're not people who necessarily have, like, uh, mental health issues or addiction issues or anything like that that right. might be sparked by the current situation. But I think there are some people who, who might, who are young and who Absolutely. are... 
have a lot ahead of them. Um, and so it's it's a constant balance, it, and it's not a easy equation by by any means. So right, nobody nobody has the answer. Nobody's been through this before. Um, everybody's kind of you know learning at the same pace together, and it's just. I don't know. It's just it's just crazy times. And honestly, with all the shit that's happened in the last year, it feels like a movie. It really does. Because I, I don't think there's anybody that could have wrote up 2020. 2020 has been a shit show. And, and speaking of people, you know, like testing positive in sports, we didn't even mention this earlier, that Trump just fucking tested positive. Uh, Donnie boy's got the, the COVID. Literally last night. So we're recording this on well, October 3rd. And yeah, yesterday, last night... I think it might have been almost in like the early hours of the morning. We got like notifications on our phones that Trump and the first lady tested positive for Corona. So I mean, it's just kind of pretty shocking, honestly. It is. It's kind of crazy, right? Like probably one of the most secure people in the world got COVID, right? So it is, it is kind of shocking in some aspects. I mean, I think the general consensus is that he'll probably be fine, right? He's receiving... Oh, yeah. The, the best medical care in the world as well as just I mean he eh, he might be kind of a high risk patient I guess but he's not a he's not a spring chicken yeah so means I all right we're gonna shift it up a little bit here but oh like boy. what happened with the whole Kim Jong Un thing you know wasn't he supposed to be like borderline dead for a bit I I don't allegedly. know what happened with that allegedly I I don't know I think it was just a was that just shitty media yeah I. I mean, nobody really knows what's going on over there. Yeah. At all. I, I guess I know what's not going on over there. You know, that's. <laughs> I. They're probably not having parties all the time. I'm just saying. I, yeah, I don't think they're having too many parties in North Korea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe they party hard. Who knows? I, Who knows? Mm, maybe they just keep it under wraps. I, you know what? Let's just let's just assume that some of them have a good time once in a while. Yeah. When when Kimmy allows it. <laughs> oh boy when the boy Kimmy allows it alright well anyway I think with the whole Trump thing testing positive for COVID just in the last 24 hours like the response from people on social media is pretty crazy you have a lot of people uh, that absolutely hate Trump that they saw this news they're really like good like you deserve it and like for your approach to some of these things, like that's karma. And to a certain extent, I kind of agree with that because in the early stages, he was like telling everybody, hey, you know, you got to listen to Fauci. You got to wear the mask. You got to do whatever they're saying. But he'd be up there briefing the nation without a mask, coming into close contact with other people and, you know, interacting with them. And it was almost as if the rules didn't apply to him that he was telling the rest of the world to follow. But then people on social media right now are taking it to a whole nother level saying that we're glad he got it and now we hope he fucking dies. It's like, do you, do you, I don't think you understand what would happen in a scenario like that. Like, I don't care how much you hate a guy. Like, if I don't really care what president it is. To have that kind of mindset, in my personal opinion, is pretty fucked. It's kind of crazy. Just because you don't agree with the decisions that somebody's made, and yes, arguably some of them are questionable and wrong, I I don't know if you can hope that an individual that gets a virus like this dies. 
Yeah. I, in my mind, that doesn't make sense. Well, no matter how much you hate somebody, especially the president. I mean, I I don't think you. I don't know. Personally, I never want to see the the president. I guess die. You know. <laughs> I mean. Right. But to each their own. Um. Also, I think just like the chances are that he he passes away from COVID are just so absolutely slim. I mean, it's not it's not gonna happen. Yeah. For everybody that's out there hoping for it, I'm telling you right now, it's not gonna happen. It's just not. He's got the best, literally the best medical team in the world. The best team that money can buy taking care of him and his wife right yeah. now. And I mean, I don't even think the death rates are, are that high. I mean, I They're think not. for, well, he is 70 plus, right? So that is, but I don't, I still don't think it's higher than like 95%, right? So you roll a dice or whatever, you flip a coin 20 times and might land once that, that he would pass away. So it's, it's not likely, but... It, it would be crazy. And I, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't condone at all, uh, I guess, calling for someone to die from COVID. That's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Um, but to each their own, like I said, the political climate now is, is pretty charged. So that's an understatement. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a shit show. You think being America that we'd have this shit a little more under check, but <laughs> we don't at all. Hey, I still, I still want a fucking third party candidate on the debate floor. You know, I think it'd be fantastic to have a reasonable human being actually debating with Dum uh, Dum One and Two. Yeah. And if if you had a moderator that would actually give them a fair chance to speak in, in terms of how much time is actually they've taken to spoke speaking spoken spoken spokened is is the term yes but if they spoke it just as much as the other candidates uh i think it'd be awesome yeah no i i think so too so i think basically what you're getting at is that we should have uh portnoy musk this election i think that's kind of what you're getting at i mean yes portnoy musk it would be a time um It'd be it'd be interesting for sure. You'd have pizza reviews mixed with just spaceships, and it would be that great. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, it's a killer combo. The the one two punch of spaceships and pizza. <laughs> Maybe some EVs tossed in there, but I don't know. The thing is though, is like it's pretty fucking crazy to think that some people like are like would genuinely push that agenda. Like there's people talking about the Kanye shit. They're like, oh, The Rock should run for president. It's like. What should he? Should he? I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, I get these people have a lot of influence, but like, is that really all that you need to have in order to be president? Like, just social presence and like awareness, a celebrity statue. Well, I, I mean, Trump kind of did. Might be good. I, I'm just saying. I think if if The Rock was our president, we'd probably win in a fist fight of like president versus president. That's, so that might be cool. You know. Yeah. If you ever That's had a, a president battle royale, we, we might be the champ of that, like, without question. Undefeated champions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one way to look at it. Who's a, who's who's the Canadian Canadian president? Trudeau. Prime, uh, Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. Yeah, yeah. No, you're telling me. He's he, kind of a fuck. I feel, like, I feel like he's kind of like, he's kind of a stud, right? Like, he's a big dude. But, like, you, yeah. you say The Rock versus Trudeau. Oh no, he's gonna get his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, it's just not gonna happen. And I think I think Trudeau is probably like as big as they come in terms of 
uh, prime ministers and presidents. <laughs> so odds are we take it. We take the champ there. That's that's a fair that's a fair point. Unless like some maybe maybe the some weird like Nordic country would take some one of those big strong men and they'd like toss them up there. They're like, ah, this is this is important to us. We're gonna we're gonna throw one of our strong men as the prime minister for a little bit just to just to square off with the rock. Uh, eh, then I then it might be betting against us. But that's not gonna happen. So I don't know, I guess go vote. I I guess. Yeah. It's not like you have great choices to choose between. But um you know, one of the great things about this country is you actually have, you know, the ability to voice your opinion and actually, you know, make a difference on some scale. Although, you know, the the voting system and the election system could be a little better than it is as far as people's voted, votes actually counting for something. Um, but regardless, you know, you do have the right to do so. It's one of the one of the few things that you can actually, you know, make your voice heard Um so I, I do think it is important to get out there and vote, even if your vote doesn't mean anything. That just because, you know, things don't go exactly how you voted, you just have to be mindful that there's a lot of places in the world that don't have the ability to vote for who their elected representatives are. And, you know, even at a smaller level, like you were talking about earlier, on a local government level, you can potentially make a difference in, in those sorts of elections and, and campaigns. Well, not campaigns, but elections. Um so get out there and, and fucking vote. So on a, on a different note, kind of, kind of. No, no. What do you think about like kind of like some of the ranked voting proposals that have people have been talking about, right? So you say like, hey, like this is number one candidate. This is number two candidate. This is number three candidate. I don't really fucking like this guy, so I'm not even going to give him a number candidate. And then basically they would just have, say, like an algorithm that would decide, hey, there's this popular vote this is who comes out on top i am not familiar with that at all okay it sounds neat it sounds different it'd be it could be entertaining i think it'd be entertaining i don't know it, it's something it might to, be easier to like bet on it i'm <laughs> to bet on it yeah. <laughs> you got the favorites you what, got them ranked one through what's what's five. the over and under of donny boy versus biden is that a thing? Do they do we bet on presidential candidacy? I feel like that's probably not good. Oh, I mean, there's definitely people that are going to bet on who wins. I feel like that 100%. should be illegal. I don't know. I just feel like incentivizing people to potentially rig an election is probably a bad idea. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. That's that's too much. That's that's for another podcast. That's not what we're about here. All right, so so you heard it here. Next podcast is going to be strictly on how we can rig elections. <laughs> Jesus, uh, I don't even know what to say. But Borat Two is coming out soon. Oh, October twenty third. Very nice. <laughs> very nice. October twenty third. Uh, Borat Two is coming out, and I don't think there is a better time for a movie like that for the sequel to come out. It might. It might turn twenty twenty around. I don't know. Maybe my hopes are too high, but this, I don't think so. This could be the best thing in twenty twenty. Since Bushlight Apple. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, 
I didn't like Bushlight <laughs> Apple that much. But anyways, now that's not what the review would say that you recorded. You guys can go back and look. Fuck. You gave it. You gave it a pretty good rating. I think you said a seven something. That, all right, that's not incredible. That's not it's, like it's that's not bush game changing. Light. It's all right. Fair bush latte, pretty cheap, pretty delicious, great beer. Anyways, Borat two. What do we think? Castle. What do you, What do you think is going to be the highlight of Borat two? I'm just hoping that they say some like really off the wall things that are like. Like you can't even predict the things that he would say. Yeah, so you you just want the, the like off the wall funny, the fuckery of it all. You know, it's kind of like Division Three. Oh my god, the Dirty Thirty. <laughs> dirty Thirty. All right, if you haven't watched it, go go watch Division <laughs> Three. Football should, football's finest. Football's finest. You should definitely watch. It. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. But I think, kind of on a more serious note, anything like that like a Borat movie is right now incredibly important because everybody is just so uptight and so pissed off at everybody else. Like, if you don't agree with me, you fucking suck. You're the worst. I hate you. Like we just need something to kind of take a step back, chill out and be able to laugh at something regardless of what color you are, regardless of where your political beliefs are. And but the thing is that kind of sucks though is there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna think that this movie is like overly offensive and like it's it's trying to push its own agenda. In reality, it's just it's like a comedy movie. Like the whole point of it is to make you laugh. Yeah, it's to have a good time. I mean, if you overanalyze it and you already go in there with a, an opinion of what the movie is gonna be like, like no shit, you're gonna be offended and pissed off if you already come in there judging it and and expecting a certain you know performance yeah listen here's the deal if if you're a person who just like doesn't really understand when someone's trying to be funny versus actually offensive like i i personally don't want to chill with you like that that's that's not my cup of tea you do you you find your people to hang out with but yeah not for me all right no, I agree with that. And there's so many people now that claim to be super like politically charged to the point to where you can't interact with somebody that has a slightly different political opinion or just views in the world in general. It's like, well, I, I don't want to be around that at all. It also like doesn't necessarily make sense. Like, here's the thing. If you want to influence someone, um, I feel like as if maybe I'm crazy to think this, but kind of exclusively cutting them off probably isn't the best way to influence someone on your like life view or your ideals. Um, but if you want to do that, go ahead. That's your call. And the great thing is we live in America where you can do that anyway. America. You have the freedom to be able to do that. Um, and that's the other thing too. That's kind of funny is I feel like a lot of these people that are like super pissed off about everything that's going on. They kind of lose sight of the fact that if you voiced your opinion the way that you do here, like if you did that somewhere else, like that's not tolerated in a lot of places throughout the world. And I'm not saying that that should be the case, but like we have a lot of freedom here in America and a lot of people like to like shit on that and kind of lose sight of the ability that, that we have to just express our opinions and express our thoughts. And a lot of it too, I think is tied up in the fact that the media, regardless of which side politically is trying to 
suppress the fact that they, they basically live on selling fear, right? That's what makes them money. They live on controversy. They live on, you know, people fighting with each other, not agreeing, not getting along. That doesn't help our cause at all, at all. And, you know, all the, all the eyes are on them right now because I think a lot of people, especially when you're stuck at home, you're literally looking to the news, looking to these media outlets for some sort of relief, and they can't even give you that. So I, in some ways, I understand why people are so fed up, but you also have to think like, this is just like, you can't even express those feelings in most countries in the rest of the world. As unfortunate as that is to say, that's just the reality of the situation. Like, we're very fortunate to live here where you and I can sit around, talk about this shit on a podcast and not have to worry about, you know, somebody coming in here, fucking beating our asses up, throwing us in a prison cell or fucking killing us because we don't agree with, you know, the things that the media or the government or any of these people that are in charge are saying. Yeah, 100%. And I agree with you. I think freedom of speech, right, in the U.S. at least, is is paramount. Um, And I think you have the full ability to say whatever the fuck you want. But I also think there are social ramifications that come along with it, but not legal ramifications. Um, Obviously, there is you can be sued for, you know, defamation, things along those lines. But right. I I don't think there should that that's more of a social ramification. You're not necessarily going to be locked up for for something like that. Um, Then you pose the second point. I dude, I, I couldn't tell you. If you can't think of it, that's fine because I have something else that I kind of want to talk about. Can't think of it. All right, that's fine. And kind of like piggybacking off of that, um, the great thing about podcasts is the whole premise that they are unfiltered conversations with people. Like I think that's part of the reason that they've gained so much popularity in the last few years, the last three, four, five years even. You can listen to a podcast. And for the most part, I mean, there are some that are like are kind of pushing an agenda now. Oh, there there are definitely podcasts pushing an agenda, but I also think. All right, so this was on the the second point that you made, right? Oh, you remembered. Right, media media gets a feedback loop, um, and I think that's something to always remember, because all right, so say they have a controversial title that obviously pushes someone in one direction. Uh, it's going to be extremely polarizing. It's probably going to get a lot more attention than something that would be unbiased. And so they see that. They see, hey, our ad revenue goes up in this instance, and we're going to keep doing that. Yeah. And so I think it's like almost controversial. Not controversial, but not what you want for, for a media source to be generating av- ad revenue because – the more controversial they get, the more money they make and the more polarizing they get. Right. And I think it's a, it's a kind of a bad feedback loop to have. No, I, I agree with that. It's that's, that's not the type of shit that they should be selling. To, no, absolutely not. It, but it is, that's what sells for whatever reason. We're just attracted to all that kind of shit. Yeah. And everyone, <laughs> every, everyone else goes out of business, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, no, that's definitely, I think, part of the reason why, like I said, podcasts are doing so well is because people have finally gotten to the point where they're so sick of the shit that they're getting fed 
by the fucking the CNNs, the Foxes, the CBSs, the MSNBCs of the world that they just want a true, genuine conversation with people that have different expertise in different fields where nobody's trying to push an agenda with a fairly neutral party. At least that's how I feel like it started. And just to be able to listen to, you know, conversations that aren't prepped beforehand, you know, with people coming in and like, okay, we have, you know, 17 minutes exactly for you to answer four questions that I've prepared over the course of the last week that you need to answer to a T. And if you don't answer them the way I want you to, then we're not going to like air it. Yeah, I think that's a good thing about podcasts is like you and I can sit here and talk about literally almost whatever we want. And we're at the point now, at least where nobody is going to be editing or, you know, revising the content that we're creating, you know, with, with their own agenda in mind. Yeah, absolutely. We're just kind of more or less shooting the shit, but not, I guess to some extent we're talking about some like fairly serious issues, but right at the same, same time, I do think your podcast selection probably plays into it a little bit. Obviously there are, like you said, podcasts pushing their agenda. Um, and you have to almost be cognizant of the podcast that you're actually listening to. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So we, maybe we can touch on this, but if you watch the, the social dilemma, all right, the new documentary that came out on Netflix, right? Dude, I didn't watch it. I've heard oh, yeah. a lot about it, and I'm kind of... I've heard a lot of people say that after they watch it, they're like, all right, I'm getting rid of my, my social media. Yeah, well, well, basically in that, they talk about... Um, so there are a lot of algorithms and stuff like that that basically get people addicted to social media, but part of the part of the issue is they create these loops. So they find out that you know someone might be more conservative or more liberal... And then they continue to feed them this like liberal bias, this conservative bias, whatever it may be. And it just grows and grows and grows. And to some extent, it creates more polarizing, uh, a more polarizing climate because all these people who are on the conservative side or the liberal side, they're just getting more and more information to feed into their liberal bias or their conservative bias. And that's what that make that's what makes these social media companies money. Um, and so I think, to some extent you do run that risk of choosing a podcast as well um, in terms of, okay, is this person actually neutral or are they pushing an agenda? Yeah, that's fucked. But that's it is, fucked. it's, it's fucking crazy. You got to watch it if you haven't yet. It's, I guess I'm going to have to watch it. Pretty crazy. Like they literally have some of the most brilliant minds in the world coming on to their companies just to figure out how to make people like more addicted to, Social media. So, all right, right. We were having this conversation earlier. We were talking about our our usage time on our phones. So. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yikes! Fucking insane. All right, I ours guys, aren't that bad, but dude, it's pretty bad. I mean, Full disclosure, good. right? I looked at my setting. I I hadn't done this in forever. Thirty two hours a week. I am spending. That's almost yeah, a that's full fucking, fucking time job. Thirty two hours a week on my phone. <laughs> Are you shitting me, dude? I'd have so much money if I were working 32 hours a week. I know. And the thing is, though, is there's like, like, unless you stop and look and think about how much time that is, you are not even remotely aware of how much time you spend on your phone doing pointless shit, scrolling through Instagram, watching videos on YouTube, watching TikToks, looking at people tweeting, tweeting fucking shit that doesn't matter, doesn't affect you at all. But for some reason, we're so just like absorbed by our phones like we can't put them down 
for whatever the reason is. And I think a lot of it kind of plays into the things that you're talking about with this show, even though I haven't watched it. There's people and there's technologies that know how to figure out what it is you're interested in and know how to kind of light the flame and then know how to keep catering content to you so you get more and more addicted to it. And then it gets to the point to where they can almost kind of persuade and push their agenda or somebody else's agenda on you. And then before you know it, you're a radical in one's, one way or the other. Just because you spend so much time on your phone and social media, just looking at other people's content and like, just that's, that's what you do for half of your day. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking crazy. And I don't, I don't even know what like the strategies might be to kind of like reduce your, your consumption there. I mean, I think it's hard. I think it's, it's literally an addiction to some extent. It's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely people that are addicted to it. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. One of our roommates, right? Like this man, <laughs> what do you say? He nine hours a day was, I think it was like nine and a half hours a day. This man is probably up for 15 hours a day. He's a sleepy fellow. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the sleeps, thing too, is he loves to sleep. He sleeps quite a bit. So like he sleeps, I would say more than the average dude. Let's, person. let's say he's spending nine hours a day on his phone and he's up for 15. That's, in, that's 60% of his day. He's on his phone. That's that's not fucking insane. But I bet you there's a lot of people out there that are in the same boat and you don't even think about it. You don't even consider it. You wake up, you look at your phone, you check all the missed notifications, the emails, the social media posts, the text messages. And then this first half hour of your day is spent on your phone, either responding or just looking at whatever got sent to you while you were asleep. It's crazy. It is. It really is. It's it's insane. And especially when you get to additional like social media accounts, I know like running. So, so say for your podcast, right? You run your podcast account that only adds to it. You know, it's like another no, account that you get. I honestly did not even think about that until yeah. just now. Fuck. Well, it's a good thing. We don't have that much content. <laughs> right. Well, and nobody's going to listen to this anyway, so we can say whatever we want. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm not going to do that, but anyway, <laughs> I'm kidding. This is a pretty open speech here. Uh, we kind of say what we want. Let's be honest. Now, more or less. More or less. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I kind of wonder sometimes what it would be like to, like, grow up in an age, like, experience college without, you know, having this fucking guy attached to your hip all the time and just being so tuned in to what is going on in the rest of the world. I, I'm like genuinely curious what it would be like to live in a time where you had no idea what, you know, unless you were with somebody like you didn't, you didn't know what was going on with your friends. You didn't know what was going on with, you know, the government to the extent that we do. You didn't know what was going on in the sports world with pop culture, like any of this shit. If you were just aware of the things that were going on when you were surrounded by a group of people that you're like presently interacting with at any given time, your family, your friends, whatever. I feel like it'd just be interesting. And I feel like there'd be a lot less, uh, there'd be a lot less mental health issues, I yeah, think. Because be, everybody's just trying to compare themselves to shit they see online. Which isn't real. Right. You, you can see someone fucking roiding up on Instagram and be like, oh, how come I don't look like that? Well, there's these cool things called steroids and they make you kind of yoked. But anyways. We got a shipment coming soon. 
<laughs> what was what? that? What? What? We got a shipment of steroids coming soon. Oh, right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to get yoked. Roid rage. Breaking things all the Breaking time. Things. My favorite activity. Just kidding. We've never done steroids. We don't contone the use of steroids unless we do. <laughs> Maybe we do. But anyway, like you were saying. I don't know what I was saying, but I think, yeah, no, I think it'd be awesome to live live back then. Almost like when our, our parents were in college, right? Like, dude, it was yeah. probably crazy, right? They didn't have cell phones. They had to, I don't know how that worked. Do they like write letters? Was <laughs> just it like, wrote hey, letters to each other. Hey, want to hang out tonight? Letter. You know, did they, did they slap a stamp on that bitch and they just sent it? They're like, all right, um, I need you to RSVP. We're going to make plans like three weeks in advance. I don't know how that shit worked. I, I don't. Instead of sending a DM, you have to like plan out when you're going to send a letter to somebody so you can ask them to hang out that night. Yeah. How you, would can't, you-, you can't send a 2 a.m. fucking you up text. Dude, we're, yeah, we're, we're stalkers. 20 years ago. <laughs> we're stalkers just all over the the place back then like just trying to i don't know how did you track people down that's crazy to think about literally like looking at people's locations on snapchat right now but back then it's like that's they couldn't even think of that being a thing no absolutely not it's so cool though i mean to some extent you mean it's cool it's kind of scary this is cool this phone phone, right here it's kind of sick i can i can go look up whatever i want in a matter of like 10 seconds yeah that's that's insane right it's, I mean, it is insane. You can learn almost anything you want. And like the amount of data you can store on. So this is what, like 128 gigabytes. Like think about like, all right, I think, I think we came in the very end of like floppy disks, you know, like <laughs> what would those disks. have like fucking 64 kilobytes? I have no idea. Yeah. I think they were like, I think they'd be like that. It wasn't size. even a gig. Not even, not even megabytes, dude. Not, not even, not even close magnitudes off. I, yeah, I'm, this, this, crazy. this is clearly not in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I guess not, huh? I'm a business major, dude. Leave me alone. Business guys, huh? <laughs> Big business. They don't know their metric system. I don't know shit about anything, except maybe making a podcast. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting time to, to be alive, <laughs> to go through all this shit. But I'm hopeful that you know, being somewhat We'll go piss then. I can talk by myself. I'm fairly optimistic that, you know, moving forward, once all this shit gets sorted out, that we're going to come out of this with some sort of something positive. I I mean, I would like to think, I think all of us would like to think that, but I really don't think there's any way that our country and the world on a whole can manage to go through all the shit that has happened this year. You know, all the stress, all the anxiety and all the crazy stuff that's happened you know from losing loved ones due to the virus the social injustice issues that are going on you know it's just kind of been a very shitty downward spiral of events that one leads to another and it really seems like there's no letting up at all you know it seems like when things finally start to mellow out that some other crazy you know unpredicted shit happens that's obviously not good. It just kind of leads us continuously down the spiral. And I like, I understand why people are fucking stressed out and pissed off and charged up, but we have to, you know, at some point be mindful and be, you know, aware that this isn't how things are going to be forever. Right. You know, sometime soon 
when we get a vaccine or when, you know, things start to get back to normal, hopefully all these tensions and everybody being at each other's throats is eventually going to lift to some extent. And I, I genuinely do think that will be the case. You know, there's no way we can continue to live like this as a society with everybody so pissed off and ready to just freak out on each other at the drop of a pin. You know, it's, it's not sustainable. It's not a sustainable lifestyle for anybody. And I know you were gone, but yeah, I mean, I kind of piggybacking off what you were saying though, like, like I was saying earlier, right. You're never going to influence someone by just yelling in their face. And I think that's something to always consider. If you can sway someone and you can understand where they're coming from, it plays an awesome role in actually influencing them on your ideals and kind of where you want to go with the world, I guess, to some extent. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, uh, I think regardless, whatever your political opinions are, um, I think everybody could get better at trying to at least view people's opinions from the other side as crazy as some people's opinions might be just trying to, instead of argue with each other, and try and say, no, 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 you know, this is my opinion, this is how it should be, if you don't agree with me, like, I don't fuck with you, like, I don't want you around me, to just consider that your way of thinking is not the only way of thinking, and you would think that this, like, mindset, this approach to just political thinking and just being a human being would be pretty common, but right now it's not, it's just not. No, it's it's definitely not, and I think... I don't know. I, I tend to try and think, look at things rationally, right? I can, I can look at the political climate now and say there are brilliant people on both sides of the spectrum. And there's complete idiots on both sides of the spectrum. That's absolutely true. But at the same time, it's like, okay, obviously their experiences, their life experiences, their, you know, what they've experienced. Okay, obviously, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyways, but no, but like, but basically, what you're saying is there's no way to to know or like try and assume that you know all the shit that's led up to to make them be the way that they currently are yeah so basically what i was trying to get at is their (laughs) their life experiences have obviously pushed them to believe what they believe right um and that could be a variety of different things you know their childhood maybe someone influenced them um personally recently but whatever it is they believe that for a reason and that Mm -hmm. doesn't make them necessarily dumb or a you bad know, person. Yeah, or or a bad person. And I think if you really want to make a difference, you have kind of a duty to influence them and listen to them and understand their argument versus just cramming it down their throat, which probably won't be successful. Yeah. That's that's a very good way to look at it, I think. Everybody just has to, like I said, chill out. Chill the fuck out. Take a step back. And just, just take a deep breath in, and there goes the fucking camera. It was a good run. I mean, we got about an hour worth of content in. I don't know. What is is the Yeti dead then? It's not recording the Yeti anymore? No, it's still, well, yeah, not recording the Yeti anymore. Eh, that's fine. Well, this will be just a little bit extra. So with that being said, the camera's dead. I just want to thank everybody for sticking with us for this long, for rambling, Um Hopefully, we're going to get this little snip up on YouTube. Use it as some content for other social media platforms. Um, we got some more 
content coming for you. Um, like I said in the beginning, I really appreciate any of your support. Give us a follow on Instagram. Uh, this one's for you. Pod. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, really any kind of support that you can give us, uh, the better off we'll be. I'm really trying to grow this thing and reach a new audience of people um, and, and hopefully make some sort of impact or maybe, you know, brighten someone's day or, or give them some sort of positive influence, even if it's one person. Um, I really think that that the whole point of doing this will, will have been worth it. So, um, you know, whatever you guys can do to kind of share the podcast with your friends or people that you think might be interested, I really appreciate it. All right. Peace.